Hey, dear listener, do you enjoy listening to us ramble incoherently about Canadian politics and history? Boy, do we have a special fucking treat for you. We've got our first ever official live show at a bar. It's at Two Crows Brewing on uh, Brunswick Street in Halifax on Sunday, May the 26th at 8 p.m. And uh, if you go to CanadianPoliticsIsBoring.com, if you look at the banner at the top, it will take you to the tickets so that you can uh, book a ticket and come and spend some quality time. It is going to be a very intimate affair. There are like only about 50 tickets available. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to drink a lot. We're going to quiz. Reese is going to quiz me at the end, but he's also going to quiz the audience and see if they know more than I do. And any alcohol you buy, Reese and I, we promise to drink it no matter how much it is. If you want to hold our hair while we barf in the plants outside of the bar, we'll do that for you. So go to CanadianPoliticsIsBoring.com, click the banner at the top, and on Sunday, May the 26th at Two Crows Brewing on Brunswick Street, we will see you there. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Just fighting down, baby. For capita export value. Libraries. Minister, are you embarrassed by your behavior today? There's, there's a lot of bleeding hearts around. Do you have the fortitude or the gold ass to stand up and come across here and say that to me, you son of a bitch? Just watch me. He certainly went too far, Mr. Speaker, when he st- I saw him stick his tongue out. Contemptuous disregard. More than a slab of bacon talking here. The disappointment you also feel is my responsibility. I lost my temper. What is the nature of your thoughts? The word was F-A-R-T. <laughs> what the? It's, hey, what, we're back. What was that? <laughs> that's our that's new intro. Oh, God, really? Is that replacing? Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's our new intro. <laughs> So, welcome to 2022, Jesse. Uh, it doesn't even say Canadian politics is boring. <laughs> I mean, it sounds ne- amazing, ne- but... Neither, neither did the old one. Yes, it did. It was me. No, it didn't. Yeah, I said, welcome to Canadian politics is boring. Oh, well, I'll just put that back. <laughs> <laughs> we've had two, we've been doing this for two years and you don't know. Well, we, we even, just re- say, even remixed our new intro and you didn't know what our old intro sounded like. <laughs> I was just bored of it, you know, I mean, we're moving on. That was am- Always moving on. Reese, that was amazing. Oh, it was just voices of uh, people in Parliament. Yeah, different. It's great. That was amazing. Oh my god! Hi, yeah. how are? Hey, hello, dear dear listeners. How are how how are all of you? How are your holidays? I know you can't respond, and if you are responding, we you know we can't hear you, right? Like that's no, 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 exactly. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, Reese, so uh, tell, how are you? 
Uh, I I am good. How are you? <laughs> I do you know I really enjoyed the break after Wafakak. It was nice to have a break of not writing and recording. I was even though I was supposed to have a break, I still wrote three months worth of episodes. <laughs> so hold on, so you weren't kidding when you said that? I thought you were joking. No, no, no. I've got enough episodes written for three months. Jesus. So. Okay, that's amazing. Um, that's that's what I call a holiday. <laughs> I went up to visit my parents for Christmas, and uh, and they live on a small island. <clears throat> and and then fuck the fucking transformer ravaged our city, Omicron, and the, our numbers Aww. went crazy. So I'm like, ah, I guess I'll stick it out here for a little bit. And I feel like a teenager again, living in my parents' basement. It's it's great. It's great. I bet. I, yeah, especially <laughs> when you when you when you've gone past the age of forty. Yeah. And you, <laughs> Go back and relive that experience. You go. Do you know what life is good? I, I have I have reached out to to multiple friends who own Airbnbs to see if they have any free that I could stay at. Uh, nothing, nothing available. So I'm like, so I have. I have do you know? I do you know what you should do is offer. Do you know? I guarantee you that if you offered money, you would find somewhere a lot quicker. I did offer money. I was going to pay for it. You said, "Can I stay for free?" No. Did I say that? Yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't mean that. Yeah. Yeah. That's not you what need. I meant. I can, yeah, I can that's pay nice. for it. I have money. Do, do you know what, though? I, I think that I... It's just I'm, they I'm, were going to give me a discount. That's all it was. Yeah. It's, it's well, I, I, do you know what? I think people like... I I personally think that it's important to like... I'm trying to promote and use small businesses as much as possible because this has gone on for so long now that uh, so many businesses are struggling and things. So I, I, I was thinking we should talk about cool small businesses that, that we know of um, without any money or expectation of reward so i wanted to talk about uh, a little business that i i know about uh there's somebody i work with uh called zoe uh, quite often she's based in new brunswick and she's got a, a store called tommy's super at can you guess what they do tommy's super at super at yeah super super at tommy super at what the fuck is a super at I so basically, it's a it's a small store, independent store that she set up with her mother, and they sell outdoor clothing in St. John in New Brunswick. But um, uh, the name comes from a butcher that opened there in the mid '60s and ran until he until he retired in 2013. So they kept the name of the old business for the new business. What is a superette? I have no idea. <laughs> If you so if and if you're not in St. John or New Brunswick and you don't plan on going to St. John or New Brunswick anytime soon, they have an online store. So if you buy an outdoor goods and you want to support a local business, go to Tommysuperette.ca. Ask them for some meat, and then act yeah, really disappointed some, when they don't have just, meat. And then get buy, some nice wool socks for hiking and some steak mailed through. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's a nice thing for you to do. For, yeah, friend. yeah. So oh, okay. you can do it next week. You got to pick a business next week. I have to pick a business next. Okay. Oh god. A small business that you want to promote to help during this shitty time that we live in. All right. Yeah, I can. I'll try. There we go. Think of something. <laughs> do you want to do, do an episode now? The Yay! first episode. Of the year? Let's do. It. Yes. Let's. I'm excited. I'm all caffeinated. Okay. You're gonna like this title. Okay. <clears throat> throw it when, at me. Here we go. Just, just when, throw it. At when PEI hated cars. When PEI hated cars. Yes. Oh, this is going to be good. I can tell already. PEI has a long history of hating cars. cars. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> I remember the last time I went there in a car and we had a mob of people with baseball bats yeah, just chased yeah. us right out. So, well, it's a, they charge you $50 to leave in one as well. So, <laughs> so much that's your car tax. That's, that's true. 
Yeah. Um, so uh, basically, the, the, the I'll just get into the story. Yeah, just show. Just, just let's just do it. Let's just throw it in. So, so the, the first horseless carriage, as cars used to be known, was brought. Can we just to call Prince them from that from now? I mean, that's what I typically call them. Yeah, horseless carriage. Can you give me a car. ride to Halifax in your horseless? Have you seen that new Audi horseless carriage? <laughs> Um, with heated seats. With heated seats. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's, it's, it's amazing. It's got an electronic powered horse. It doesn't even need a, it's not even a gasoline horse anymore. Just lift the hood um, and there's like a really cramped yeah. horse inside looking really scared and sad. Overworked. So PEI. F- oh no, PEI that would be a horse to- carriage. They, they couldn't call it yeah, a horse yeah. Oh no, they're, they're horse less. Yeah, yeah. Horse cramped yeah. carriage, yeah. <laughs> So PEI first experienced the terror of the car in 1866 um, when George Anton Belcourt, uh, the the parish priest of North Rustico, purchased a car. And then all hell Um, broke loose, of course. And and he drove it through uh, the St. Jean Baptiste Day Parade that year. Um, and then also the following year, somebody bought a steam-powered carriage. Um, it was the what? business consortium in Charlottetown. Hold on, there's a and steam-powered car? A steam-powered car in 1900 that was used to do local tours of Charlottetown. And then... Hold on, wait. And hold, then, how did that work? Well, it was just a steam-powered car. Well, yeah. Okay. Like, I imagine that. <laughs> like, was there imagine, someone who had to like, stoke a fire? Like, it, like, yeah, yeah, it would be like, yeah, you'd like have a to, locomotive. Like, yeah, you'd, you'd have to, it's like a mini, mini locomotive that they'd throw coal in and then it would just like, like that. Can you keep, I, I couldn't visualize it. You weren't doing the sound effect long enough. Uh, I'm no, I'm done. <laughs> Google it. Damn it. <laughs> Google it. So, and then, and then the growth of the car between 1900 and 1908 was so rapid in PEI that by 1908, there were a total of seven cars Jesus. in the island. <laughs> so, <laughs> I think that's about how many there are now. Yeah, and, and this angered the, uh, the, the people in the province. Um, well, they're quick mainly, to anger. Yeah, <laughs> mainly because cars were seen as, as a luxurious item that was only available to, to wealthy people, much like the private jet uh, is now. Um, <clears throat> And 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 also it was the time of economic depression for the for the province. So lots of people wrote letters to to newspapers, complaining that the, that the vehicles were loud, scared their horses, um, and that when they were on the road, everyone else was using horses, and it was just disrupting the lives of everybody else. So it was seen as this this kind of show of money during the depression, and people were like, "Fuck yeah!" Kind of like if you if you went up to a family's house and peered in their window while they're all sitting around like sharing a single like biscuit just just looking really depressed like sad and crying and you just gnaw on a delicious steak while making <laughs> eye contact with all of them through their window yeah yeah you're just like driving a car around snorting cocaine burning money yeah like you know just meanwhile everybody else is just struggling to make ends meet so and this was the other thing those seven cars were so terrifying that farmers were prevented from bringing their goods to market and residents were afraid to shop on market days and attend church on sundays in case they bumped into one of the seven cars what what was gonna happen if they bumped into the car they saw a car (laughs) you go look a car Much like, much like when you see like a hot air balloon, you go, look, a hot air balloon, and then you get on with your life. You're terrified of that. 
Um, like, was it considered so, bad luck or something? Yeah, yeah. Like, my, my, I, I was lucky enough to know my great-grandmother, and she was born in the late 19th century, and she was, like, a teenager in World War II, uh, World War One, and, like, middle-aged by the time World War One, World War II happened, and she could remember the first time she ever saw a car, and she said she was terrified of, of the car. It just didn't make any sense. It was, like, magic. That's cool. I mean... So, yeah. Yeah, there's, I mean, there's a phrase my friend coined i guess i thought he coined it maybe he didn't uh but things happen automagically now today like you know our, you our phones just work yeah. wi-fi just works. i remember the first time i saw an iphone i just vomited how does it work yeah right there in they the shot with the they, yeah, they kicked me out of the apple store. yeah <laughs> sir we've talked about this you're not allowed in here yeah. anymore <laughs> <Blah>. <laughs> How many songs in your pocket? <laughs> Blah. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Luckily, everything's easy to wipe down in the Apple store. This is all wood and white plastic. Anyway. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promo rate for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. So, uh, because of the because of the, uh, the public because of the public uh, outcry, uh, the the um, the assembly, uh, the, sorry, the uh, the local legislature in uh, PEI voted unanimously to ban all cars. Wow! So they were banned on driving on island roads throughout the province. When, what year was this? Uh, Nineteen oh eight. Amazing. So uh, and then so then, uh, but like by 1913, the economy had improved. Yeah, um, because they they brought this new. <laughs> this makes me laugh. This new industry had appeared on the island. They were fur farming silver foxes, which sounds made up. What this is the type of car? No, they they basically the economy had picked up because everyone had realized they could make money fur farming silver foxes. Oh, this is a total left diversion into left field. Okay, so. They were like, oh, the econ- look, look, you can rip the skin off foxes and sell it, uh, and then the economy booms. I think it's a little more complicated than, like, that's disgusting, the way you put it. But <laughs> sure, like, that's... <laughs> I'm sure there's more, more complicated. But that's the gist of it. Okay. Um, like, yeah. <laughs> and and, and because, of, because of that, more people were leaving the island for the first time in a while because they didn't have any money, and they were experiencing the car in other places. Um, and one of the one of the uh, people who made a lot of money from fox breeding, uh, his name was William Keir Rogers. Um, he 
he bought a new car. Um, with the proceeds. One, of, with the proceeds, yeah. and it was one of the first new cars on the island since the ban. Um, and it had the nickname Good Road Good Roads Rogers was his was his nickname because he tried to get the ban rescinded. Um, what was the like? Did they? Ha- what was the the the? Oh my God! Use your words, Jesse. Uh, the legal ramif- justification for banning cars. Do you know? That they were scaring the horses, they were noisy. Oh, okay, would, all right, fair. Enough. They were disrupting a way of it life. Wasn't, that, it wasn't you know, because we don't like them. I think I think you can sum it up as a fear of change. <laughs> yep. All right. Fair enough. Yeah. So, um, a lot of businesses said they were missing out on tourism and revenue by not having automobiles because obviously they they're efficient and they they move things easily and cars typically don't. Tell me poo more everywhere. things that cars can do, Reese. They don't poo everywhere. Um, I mean, you don't pow- you don't have to feed them hay or water or all these things. Could you imagine um, if you had to? You can't scare a car so it rears up and kicks you off. <laughs> Thank God. Yeah. <laughs> cars, cars don't age. Well, they do. I guess I get, they yeah, rest. They do, yeah. <laughs> so, so they they decided to be a bit more lenient. So, the uh, automobiles were allowed to use. The, the the roads on Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday, but they banned them Tuesday and Friday because it was a market day. Saturday was a shopping day, and Sunday was a church day. So you could drive Monday, Wednesday, Thursday. Uh, okay, that's but neat and weird. The, everyone was still angry. Um, <laughs> Witchcraft. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because uh, no nobody consulted the farmers, and they weren't happy. Um, so what happened was then each of the districts some of the districts in the more rural areas rebelled um and decided to ban the car in their district so amazing it meant that um so so the, the you could drive a car in some communities but it was banned from others so there was like a patchwork of districts where you could and couldn't drive so what would happen is the automobile owners would drive through the community they were allowed in and then they'd have to hire a team of horses to tow the car through you're the next district you're fucking kidding me are you serious <laughs> That's amazing. They'd have to hire a team of horses. So like literally banning cars created jobs to move cars. Yeah. With horses. <laughs> and then and then let's let's say that the next town over they banned horses. So they had to put the horse in a car and drive them back through No, I'm just I'm trying to Make a weird Inception style scenario with horses and then, and but cars. it got it got more elaborate than that as well. There was uh, Frank Tuplin who owned a car in Summerside, which is a, a community of the banned cars. Would load his car onto the railway, have it brought by rail to Charlottetown, drive it around Charlottetown for the day, and then return it back to his house by rail. Wow! But he would drive um, it specifically to a place that was it was banned in, just to fuck with them. Just, just really. no, no, he he wouldn't. It would be towed by horses to the railway, put it loaded on the back of a train. The train would take it to Charlottetown. They'd take it off. He'd drive around Charlottetown. Oh, where you cars said Sunnyside. Okay, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> so after after World War One, um, as well, a lot of people were more aware of automobiles. They'd been become a part of the war effort, and they were, um. Uh, seemed to be more reliable and like there was less injuries uh, caused to horses in in farm work and those kind of things so the the, the ban was relaxed even more um 
and uh, about seventy-five percent of people in the remaining districts kind of were uh, were up for for rescinding the ban. Um, and more and more people started to reverse it. And then in nineteen seventeen, uh, the Conservative government there um, proposed a, a bill to completely wipe out any kind of automobile bans. Um, but the, the vote, the vote was a tie because there was still a lot of opposition. Oh wow! Um, and it was for, wasn't formally lifted until nineteen nineteen. Um, but even then, uh, for years afterwards, newspapers reported um, farmers blockading roads to prevent automobiles passing through their communities as well. Fucking amazing! Oh my so, god, yeah. that's insane! You can drive there now; it's fine. Yeah. I- <laughs> Thanks for the update, Reese. Yeah, yeah, that's good. <laughs> I appreciate it. That's good. So, how was that as a as a as a as a first episode of 2022? The shit you find, man, is amazing. It's amazing. Oh my! <laughs> a ban on fuck. I kind of wanted to. I don't know. I think that'd be kind of fun, like mapping out your route. Like, let's go driving in Charlottetown, and you're halfway across the province. And like, how do we get there? There's there's 14 farmland sections across the, and they'll chase us with shotguns and, and pitchforks if we go through it. We have to find a railway. We have to find horses that'll tow us, like skis, parachutes. Okay. I think it's, I, I don't know, all you need is like a chitty chitty bang bang car that can be a boat and a plane, and then you can go to PEI. It's fine. I mean, I'd, I'd, I'd get a chitty chitty bang bang car that was a boat and a plane today. That would be amazing. <laughs> I don't know why this exists solely in 1919. That's, you should get me one for, for Christmas, for my birthday. A chitty chitty bang bang car. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I, I don't know how to build one, to be honest. Oh, well. Right. Yeah, yeah. I'm not Dick Van Dyke. Sorry. Once again, a disappointment. If I was Dick Van Dyke, I might be too busy. Um, did you hear about him? He, he he fell asleep on a surfboard and got rescued by dolphins or something. What? I think that's true. I think that's true. What are you talking? What? <laughs> it's Dick Van Dyke fell asleep on a. Oh, I heard so you. He was out, he was, oh, fuck, man. He was out surfing. No, no, no. I, I swear to God, I heard you say snowboard. Okay, and I was snowboarding, <laughs> and he fell asleep snowboarding and rescued him. That's what I pictured. Dolphin. I swear to God, I was like, "That's oh, amazing!" The, I don't even know how that would work. Like <laughs> all, the dol- all the dolphins froze to death on a ski slope. It's a lovely story. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God! So this is welcome back. Welcome to uh, thanks, thanks, dear listener, for coming back and sticking us in your ear holes, Reese. Thank you for for that delightful. I have a I have a wonderful call to action. For all of okay. us, uh, for our, our listeners. Um, Aside from Patreon, uh, where we'll have a wonderful new episode for patrons only this month. It's it's a delightful episode, and we're just going to okay. like all kinds of other shit, too. Yeah. Um, so my stepfather is turning, uh, this week, is turning 90 years old. Nine zero. Oh, wow. Yep. And uh, he's a, just a giant goofball. I'm going to, I'm going to, and I would love it if our listeners could wish him a happy birthday. His name is Jim. He's turning 90 and he's a big goof. So if any of you, <laughs> you call, what is a big goof? I don't know. A goof? Stuff. He's just, he's goofy. He's, he's just a big, he's just, he's just a, big, a goof. big goof. But like, if you could, as, <laughs> as any audience member, if you draw, sing a song, just, just voice message written. Did you forget email, to buy him a present? That's exactly what it is. Yes. That's you forgot to buy him a present. And this is really, your, I'm, I know what finding I'm going to use. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to try and guilt trip the podcast audience into giving him the ultimate gift. That's exactly what it is. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's not. No, I have a, I have a very interesting <laughs> coming. What'd you get him? I can't say because they listen to the podcast. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll tell you afterwards. 
Um, but yeah, <laughs> if if you guys if you guys could take like two minutes out of your day and just email us something at Canadian Politics is Boring at gmail.com. Uh, yeah. There's a little Reese will leave a link in the show notes, so that sometimes works. Uh, that would be amazing. Jim would be very, very excited to hear from from hear, hear from you guys. So actually, Lent, can Lent I like can I get him on our show right now? He's upstairs. I'll just bring let's bring the laptop. Come on, you, go on. This is I mean, this isn't how we usually do things, but I guess it's not every day you turn ninety. Right, exactly. Okay, hold on. Uh, let me see if I can. All right. Hi, Jim. So, so what's 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 Jim's secret to reaching ninety? Jim, what is the secret to your longevity? Uh, oh, you young whippersnapper, what an impertinent question. But all right, I shall reveal to the world the secret of my... My God, I'm getting older by the minute. Uh, it, it is essentially doing nothing. If you do nothing, young man... It is unlikely that anything untoward will befall you. Sit in a chair. Keep your feet up so nobody steps on them. Ward off all visitors who might be carrying not so much dangerous viruses as dangerous ideas. Because you want your mind to be absolutely placid. Sleep, sleep, sleep. Wake infrequently. And when you do, try to keep your eyes closed. <laughs> if you open them, you may see things. And that will disturb your utter Twinks, tranquility. Uh, And uh, in this way, you have a good chance of living, if you can call it that, for, well, until your body slowly decays. Decay (laughs) spreads throughout your body inevitably. There's nothing much you can do about that. Oh my god! <laughs> That's some some wonderful the, advice. The, Thank the you. Parts <laughs> parts begin to fall off. I've had parts fall off while I was sleeping. You never know. You kept put them back on. I tried. Stick a thumb back on. It doesn't stay. You can hold your thumb tight against where it went from whence it severed. Hold it there for week after week, and then let it go, and it falls off again. I don't know what to do. I'm getting awful old. What advice would you? I've had. What advice? What advice would you have for uh, the 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 youth of Canada? Sleep. (laughs) Get plenty of sleep. Twenty-three hours a day sleep. And when you wake up, vote for the Liberal Party. They <laughs> will ensure official endorsement. that n- no bill passes, that the, that, 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 that the Parliament does not meet, and that Canada 
will be in, you know about these creatures who are embedded in permafrost. That is our ideal. We shall one day, after the earth reaches boiling temperatures, <laughs> freeze, freeze, freeze deeply into the permafrost. And in all our glory will be unearthed by strange looking creatures with green antennas growing out of their noses. <laughs> and they will say, oh, what a civilization that must have been. Yes. That is this is your advice? My, my, it, I, I don't give advice. I, well, if you want to pay me, I, I will, <laughs> I, I'll give some advice. I charge 25 cents an hour for advice. I, I've, in that way, at one sitting, sometimes earned $5.33. <laughs> anyway, I'm very, very old, and I'm getting very, very old talking to you. In fact, you have aged me up to, oh, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm going back to sleep. Good night. Thanks, Jim. Happy birthday. <laughs> Thanks, Jim. Happy birthday. <laughs> I don't know. Am I 53? <laughs> Somebody said I was 97. I, I I don't know. I don't know. What the hell? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what age you are. Each age is as stupid as any other age. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Jim. Thanks, Jim. <laughs> and just another quick reminder to all of our podcast audience out there, as our uh, uh, please send Jim here a, a birthday wish for his 90th birthday, do something, anything at all, even if it's a five-second high, happy birthday, get out of my head, email to Canadian politics at is boring. Oh, my God. I speak, Jesse. <laughs> Canadian politics is boring at gmail.com. There you go. Thank, thank you. Thank you, Reese. Okay. Thanks, everyone. I, I'm sure Jim will love it if he gets birthday wishes from complete strangers. Trust me, he will. <laughs> but especially this podcast audience. Uh, thanks, everyone, for listening. We love you all. And welcome back to 2022. Yay! Yay. It's going to be a good year. I can feel it. I'm, no, it won't. I'm not jinxing it. Don't, what, are you, what are you doing? It'd be awful. Just as awful as the previous two. Stop it. Bye, everyone. Oh, my Bye. God, Reese. Jesus. Bye. <laughs> Just down, baby. Per capita export value. Libraries. Chris, are you embarrassed by your behavior today? There's, there's a lot of bleeding hearts around. Do you have the fortitude or the gold ass to stand up and come across here and say that to me, you son of a bitch? Just watch me. He certainly went too far, Mr. Speaker, when he I saw him stick his tongue out. Contemptuous disregard. More than a slab of bacon talking here. The disappointment you also feel is my responsibility. I lost my temper. What is the nature of your thoughts? The word was F-A-R-T. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. 
Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, dear listener, do you enjoy listening to us ramble incoherently about Canadian politics and history? Boy, do we have a special fucking treat for you. We've got our first ever official live show at a bar. It's at Two Crows Brewing on uh, Brunswick Street in Halifax on Sunday, May the 26th at 8 p.m. And uh, if you go to CanadianPoliticsIsBoring.com, if you look at the banner at the top, it will take you to the tickets so that you can uh, book a ticket and come and spend some quality time. It is going to be a very intimate affair. There are like only about 50 tickets available. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to drink a lot. We're going to quiz. Reese is going to quiz me at the end, but he's also going to quiz the audience and see if they know more than I do. And any alcohol you buy, Reese and I, we promise to drink it no matter how much it is. If you want to hold our hair while we barf in the plants outside of the bar, we'll do that for you. So go to CanadianPoliticsIsBoring.com, click the banner at the top, and on Sunday, May the 26th at Two Crows Brewing on Brunswick Street, we will see you there. 